Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome, Browns backers. I'm Chuck Campisi, joined by Tony Dick, and this is Believe in the Browns. And just to give you a quick background on who your hosts are, Tony Dick worked in various capacities with the Browns over the course of 21 seasons with the team. So when he mentions being in the building, it's being in the building. He started with the team as a member of the grounds crew in 91, worked with them up until the time they left for the city who shall not be named. Uh, (laughs) He rejoined the Browns upon their return to Cleveland and served his last nine years with the team as the team's manager of alumni relations before leaving in October of 2015. Tony is also a member of the Pro Football Researchers Association and has served as a research assistant for several documentary projects with NFL Films, NBC Sports, Time Warner Cable Sports Channel, and Epics. Myself, I have experience in the sports industry in various capacities with Major League Baseball teams, NCAA programs, the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where I earned a Super Bowl ring with the Buccaneers. Super Bowl, anybody? 37. 37. Uh, And between Tony and I, we probably worked about 20 Super Bowls. We're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Welcome, Browns backers. It's Chuck Campisi here with Tony Dick on Believe in the Browns, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, TuneIn, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You can also find us at Browns Believe. That's at Browns, B-L-E-A-V. The wait is over, Tony. Football was back this weekend. And while we're not at the games, you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. This weekend, the Browns didn't let me down from a spread standpoint because they most assuredly did not cover. They did let me down a little bit from the over-under. However, I made that up a little bit with the Cardinals. Took the Cardinals. Took the points. They won outright. It was nice. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there was always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. That's betonline.ag. And sign up today, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Tony, there's NBA tonight. There's football coming up this week, so head on over and make your bets. The Browns let me down once this week. Tony, how would you rate the week one performance of the Cleveland Browns? Uh, You know, a solid, solid D+. (laughs) I mean, you know, I don't want to be be too harsh um, because I I think – 
a lot of their grade falls under the category. It is what it is. I mean, you can't can't teach a fourth grader, uh, you know, algebra two. Um, I, I just feel like a lot of what happened is a lot of what we had anticipated, and and a lot of what happened, unfortunately, I think, is a lot of what we said could have been avoided if we had done certain things. I think um, the, the the calls on offense um, at times were just, uh, you know, once again, I, I know people, you know, on social media were like, hey, you know, Hugh Jackson's back or, hey, you know, great call by Freddie Kitchen. <laughs> I mean, it just seems like th- this, you know, this Freddie Stefanski. Yeah, yeah, this this um, offensive genius that. um you know, was supposed to be unleashed, just never showed up. And and as we had stated last week, you know, sticking to just the basic game plan um, should have been the best course of action. But for whatever reason, we just decided we weren't going to do that. And um, obviously questionable calls on, I think, special teams earned a solid D, um, you, you know, just. Oh, I will say, I will say, I did like, I did like the fake punt call. I, I, I didn't think it was, I thought for a team like the Browns, to beat the Ravens, you're going to have to try some stuff. You're going to have to do some stuff that's a little unorthodox. So I didn't necessarily mind it. I thought, hey, you know what? I'll go with you on that one. You're trying to make something happen early. It might not have been the exact right field position necessarily to do that, but that's part of the surprise factor of it. I'm not going to get on Stefanski for that call. The execution, the rest of the special teams – throughout then the rest of the game i think you can get on coaches players whoever you want yeah. from that standpoint yeah I, you know missed field goals i, I can kind of at times excuse them because you know you don't know where you're going to line up could be left right whatever but the missed extra points i just do not get that i, I mean in areas well psychologically we've moved back you know x amount of, hey to me I, I get it but one you're a professional kicker i mean they don't pull somebody out of the stands this isn't like a contest right you you win a a lifetime supply of potato chips. This is someone who was drafted in this case to to do this job, and and you have the ability to practice from that distance. You know exactly where that's going to be lined up every time. <laughs> so to see people missing extra points, I just don't I don't get it. At this level, it should be inexcusable. I get that nobody's perfect. Maybe you'll miss one out of two hundred, one whatever. But but to miss as many. As we've missed in the last two, I just don't get it. And, um, you know, and and I think the field goal really killed us. That that was that was the last, you know, straw as far as, you know, our day. I, I think once we missed that field goal, we were done. Uh, there was no no coming back. Um, and, but the fake punt, I disagree with you a little bit. I think when you're down seven, you, you still have to manage the game. you, you got to manage what's in front of you and to, to turn it over – you know, that, that deep in their territory. I just, I don't know. Yeah. Just... I, I just think, I mean, you're going in, I, I think Stefanski might be a little bit of a realist, right? Recognizing that, Hey, this is not a team we can necessarily compete with straight up. Mm-hmm. So if we just punt it away to them, they're scoring seven or three anyway. Um, let's see if we can turn that tide a little bit. And I, I don't fault him for taking the shot. Um, I think it, it the opportunity was there, and, and every yeah. once in a while you got to roll the dice, especially when you have a team like this. It, because, like we said, I mean, eight and eight's the best we can really expect this team to be with the defense as bad as it is. And going up against an offense like Baltimore's, 
where I am a little surprised they didn't put up 40. Um, yeah, the Browns didn't hold up their end of the bargain. We were saying that. I, I said that they should have at least gotten 13. If you're looking at the two missed kicks, you got to 10. The fact that they couldn't put together a touchdown and two field goal drives yeah. with the offensive talent that they have, regardless of how good Baltimore's defense is, is really, really disappointing. And I'm putting most of that on Baker, and there's plenty of that to go around for Beckham as well. You cannot tell me that guy is an elite receiver in the NFL. He has not been an elite receiver since his – not even his last season with the Giants, the season before that. He he reminds me of another Beckham. You know David Beck, like like the, like the, the, you know the, we we essentially hey, got Odell that, Beckham. That, he might not have won a World Cup. That guy won plenty of championships yeah. during yeah. his time, though. But but I just I just feel like OB. We we need. I, you know, I, we said this last year ad nauseum. We you need to get rid of the guy. I just don't know who you get rid of him to. I don't know who's going to yeah. take him. Um, at this point, I mean, he has proven to be um, one not as talented as he used to be, and two. Um, it's one thing to not be talented, but then when you bring, you, you know, you're just this cancer into it, into the locker room, which I, I do believe he brings a cancer into the locker room because he is not, he's not a team guy. He's a me guy and, and he always will be. And that's never going to change. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter who the coach is, who's running the offense, who's the quarterback. He's always going to be a me guy. And those are the worst guys to have in your locker room period. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, and I, I can't disagree at this point. I, I, I was on board with it when we brought him on board, and I thought maybe this year he, he could turn it around. But you're looking at a guy that you know had three catches. Yeah, 10 targets. Okay, fine. But you're either not getting the separation, and some of that's on Baker for not making some of those throws. But some of that's on, on Odell where, hey, you got to get that separation. you got to yeah. make it easy for your quarterback to get there, especially when you – you know, it's it's not Peyton Manning, it's not Tom Brady, it's yeah. not Drew Brees, it's not Lamar Jackson, it's not Patrick Mahomes. So you have to excel, and and he is not excelling. And you can't tell me that the opportunities weren't necessarily there because then you're looking at a guy who's you know allegedly a lesser receiver in Jarvis Landry. Hey, six targets, five catches, yeah, sixty-one yards. So you can get open. Yeah, and you know, I I don't know. I I thought too. I, I don't want to pile completely on Odell. I do feel like there were many times where you're watching the game and you see Baker lock on to OBJ, which isn't good. No, and, and there were a lot of throws behind, a lot of throws in front. I mean, I mean, we we looked like we were in preseason form. I mean, we were yeah. we were definitely in preseason form, and, and that's got to change. And and I've uh, you know we talked about it. Um, you know, a little bit when, when they brought Keenum in, you know, what, what, you know, what, what's his role going to be like mentorship? Is he going to be able to push Baker whatever? I have a feeling if he keeps this up, we're not going to, we're not going to see Baker Mayfield leading this team by the by. Not if he, not if he keeps. You're going with the N- the ESPN sim of the Brown season. I mean, that's exactly you know, what they had going uh, when yeah. they simulated the whole season is that the bye week, uh, I just think he's Baker not. He's, he doesn't have. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. I hate to say it, and I know people are going to say, "Wow, we're only one week into it." No, we're not one week into it. I mean, we've got we've got a body of work that we can go off of, and we can judge him by. And he has not progressed. 
He has not progressed, and you can say he's young. You can you can make up a thousand excuses. He's he's. Well, nope. I, think the easiest I mean, Lamar Jackson's the, young too. He seems to have the easiest it up. excuse for for Baker, and I think one that that plays a little bit to that is he's had three different head coaches and three different offensive coordinators in three seasons. Right? It, it's tough to develop any kind of consistency or rhythm from that standpoint. I I, yeah. I am leaning your way, right? Yeah. If if you had to ask me if I if I wanted him to be the quarterback for the next three years, uh, right now I'm I'm saying no. But if, if I'm giving him any benefit of the doubt, it's that. But even with that, he did not look good no. on Sunday. And, and, and I think I think a new coach, you know, I, unless it's a quarter, unless it's the quarterback's coach's fault, I, I don't think a new coach and a new offense necessarily lends to throwing the ball behind people. Well, I, that's I, I where mean, I'm saying he's yeah, not looking good. Yeah, I, I mean, so, uh, you know, I don't know, mechanics-wise, I, I just – and I just think leadership wise, I think he's all over the board leadership wise. He's trying to be too many different things. And uh, sit down, stand up, Neil. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I just, he's Catholic church. Yeah. Well, I, he just, I don't know. He's, and, and then, you know, the quotes after the game, I think, you know, instead of just taking ownership and just saying, Hey, we just flat out didn't get it done. You know, this whole nonsense about, well, sometimes you need a punch in the face. Uh, you, you know, what did, what do you say? So, a, a nice punch in the in the mouth is good for everybody. Like, what does that even mean? I mean, we went through that last season where, you know, the excuse after the first game was, oh, you know, we had talked ourselves into believing that we were this amazing team. Well, did that happen again this year? I mean, after the year you had last year, did you allow yourself to believe that somehow – you were going to walk into Baltimore, and you were just you were just going to walk in, whip their tail, and walk out. That's I, I how mean, it works, right? That's yeah. what everybody does. In Baltimore. I mean, it's just ridiculous, you know. So to so to say that this was somehow a punch in the mouth or an adjustment, you should have known going into this game you were a dog, and and you, you know you should have, you should have played accordingly. You should have played to win. I don't see anything. It's the other problem I have. No matter how many coaches we bring in here. How many offensive coordinators? We have a team that just looks completely uninspired. Yeah. I mean, and you had, I mean, and they gave you that moment, right? That touchdown drive in that first quarter, you know, after, after the, hey, you know what? You hold them to the field goal on kind of the botched fake punt that didn't, that didn't work out. And then you get the ball back and, and you, hey, six plays, 75 yards, about a three minute drive. That I love that little tight end flare, you know, the little fake block or the when he, they come from the backside across yeah. the end zone and drag across and you just hit them and they're wide open. I love when that that play works. You know, you see Joku catches it. Everybody's excited. And then you just come out and you miss the extra point. Yeah. It, it, that kind of just deflates everything a little bit. And then you just you give it right back. And it, it's tough. And it, and then at that point, the game was over. To go in twenty-four to six, every Browns fan knew. Hey, what what's the other game that was on? Right, yeah. <laughs> let's change the channel. Yeah, yeah, which is you know, which is unfortunate. Because um, as we stated last week, you know, we, we didn't. Both of us went into this game thinking the Browns were going to lose. But as we stated last week, you know, the key was not losing in a fashion that was embarrassing, and this was. You know, across the board, we stole all the headlines when it comes to embarrassment. I mean, you know, it's trending, fire Stefanski, uh, you know, just the things that were said in the press conference, just mocked, you know, the, the team. And it's Well, you know, there was there was one game out of the 16 games this weekend, this, you know, the opening week of the NFL, 
decided by 14 points or more. Right, or more than 14 points. More than 14 More than 14 points. You know, what was that game? Yeah. Right? And and the only game, right? So 15 of the 16 games, the biggest spread was 14 points, and that was Chiefs-Texans. Yeah. Everything else was less than that except for the 32 points that the Browns lost by. And it's just disheartening because every time – and and it's not even to say it's unexpected at this point. No, no. I, I mean, I, I was not. You talk about the twenty four six at halftime. I was not surprised by it. I, I mean, I all you know any any momentum that we had, we we took away from ourselves with the missed extra point, and then after that, we just played so deflated. We we. I mean, they just basically did whatever they wanted to do as far as coming down the field to get their scores. Uh, I mean, yeah. we couldn't stop them. Um, you know, we, we knew we weren't going to be good up the middle, but I, you know, which not to jump ahead to this week, but I mean, that's not going to bode well for us uh, against even Cincinnati, which we, you know, was a game that was a gimme, right? That was, that was our gimme game. That was going to be the one that was going to, uh, you know, Hey, we'll lose to Baltimore, but we'll turn it around in Cincinnati. And I think if Cincinnati's watching the tapes uh, of, of how Baltimore was able to be successful against us, I think they have everything they need to, Maybe not do it at that level, but but to do it enough to win the game. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, and awesome. we haven't even mentioned third and forty-one. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and and and, and speaking of third event and anything, I mean, just our third down uh, efficiency. We we're three for twelve uh, for third downs. Uh, I mean, we talked about the fact that we needed we needed to get first downs. We had ten uh, ten passing first downs, um, six rushing. First downs and four from penalty. So we had 20 first downs total, but we still, even even with getting some first downs, we still weren't able to hold on to the, the stinking ball. I mean, I, I don't know. So, you know, if you look at the stat line, it's funny because it's, it's deceiving because, I mean, we look like we're relatively even on almost every stat except for the score. <laughs> 38 to 6. I mean, everything else is relatively close. Yeah, the passing uh, yards is a little off, right? Yeah, 100, yeah. 189 to 275, realistically, if we're just looking at yeah. Baker and, and Jackson. I'm not going to count the, the nine yards for, for Robert Griffin. I'm not sack, I'm not minusing my uh, the sack yards yeah. here. So you have some of those pieces that is just Browns, Browns, Browns. So you got a couple guys a little dinged up, right? Joku's on the IR out for three weeks. You have a couple guys listed as questionable today. You have Kevin Johnson, Mac Wilson, Greedy Williams, and, and Chris Hubbard. And, and without Greedy Williams or Kevin Johnson, again, at least lending some depth there, you yeah. know, and we really need Greedy to be back starting full time. That defensive backfield is just a disaster as well. And again, that linebacking core is yeah. How, how do you expect to stop anyone? No, we we looked we looked absolutely awful, and, and, and I know I know Baltimore has an offense that's you know it's a top tier offense. Uh, but but even oh, there's with no that, doubt about that. Even with that, I mean, it's just some of the basic stuff they were able to pull on us. The whole middle was wide open all day. Like anything you wanted in the middle, you just you just had to just wait a little bit, and it would open up for you. And um, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's great. So moving on then to week two, Mm -hmm. right? They're playing a Bengals team that that did lose as well. Uh, Lost 16 to 13 to the Chargers. Joe Burrow didn't didn't look great. Um, Looked, shall I say, Baker Mayfield-esque at at times, but... I think their running game looked okay. I think their receivers are better than our receivers. I think our mm-hmm. backs are better than their backs. And I, I, I can't imagine their defense is worse than ours. No. So I mean, I mean, I mean the key, the key for them beating us is going to be the key that we, you know, the key to us having a chance against Baltimore is going to, you know, the key for them is just being able to run the ball, establish the run, and if they can establish the run, I, I, I which I think they can do against us. Uh, as beefed up as our uh, beefed up as our line is, I think they'll be able to um, they'll be able to run against us. And if they can do that, and they can control the clock. I think they have a chance of stealing this one from us. Which is, uh, you know, we weren't saying this three four weeks ago. Three four weeks ago, this no. was that game that was going to turn the season around. But after seeing what I saw on Sunday, um, I just i I just don't I, I don't know. I, I I'd say if anything, it's. Uh, if I if I want to chicken out, I'd say it's a push. But I, I really, right now, I would not be surprised if Cincinnati comes in here and beats us. It's Cincinnati plus six, Tony. And and just as a note, Baker Mayfield is five thousand to one to win the NFL MVP. Are you even going to put a dollar down on Baker? No, I, I value my dollars. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I think I, I I if I had to choose. I would probably put since Ryan Fitzpatrick is fifteen thousand to one, and I had to choose between the five thousand and one on Baker or the fifteen thousand and one on Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'd probably take Fitzmagic. That's and, a dollar better spent, and just yeah, you know. So I don't think they're that far separated from uh, the talent standpoint. No, I no, I don't. Uh, Baker, Baker. The only way Baker's got a chance of – I don't even know if Baker going to another team would give him a chance to win it. <laughs> I mean, Gardner Minshew, 8,000 to one. Throw a dollar on him. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't see Baker Mayfield winning MVP anytime soon. No, I And don't. not even of the Browns. Like, I, I think he would <laughs> I – mean, I, I, don't, I don't see it happening. So. Okay, so so we're looking at the, at the Bengals from yeah. the standpoint of, hey, Burroughs are – you know, rookie QB coming in, he's a little older, so he has that advantage to a to a certain extent. In that, you know, he's a twenty three year old uh, rookie, and and if you're looking at it, you know, it's kind of like Baker when Baker came in as yeah. a twenty three year old rookie as well. You know, Mixon, Bernard uh, as the running backs, I, I would take Chubb and Hunt. But I don't think that's a that's a horrible uh, backfield. AJ Green's produces better than anybody we've had. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I like Jarvis Landry, but I'd rather have AJ AJ Green. And then you got Boyd and, and CJ Ozuma. So, what are you thinking? It's Browns minus six. 
tell well, me. Well, as good as as good as you know, you mentioned how good Chubb and Hunt are. As good as Chubb and Hunt are, imagine how good they would be if they got to run against our defense. I mean, <laughs> and, and that's why. I mean, that's why you know when 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 we go to these you know these team to team comparisons, you can compare you know you know the quality of those players is one thing, but but the the fact that their running backs get to run against our defense and vice versa, um, you know I. I don't know. I, I I think I think the game is decided by probably less than a touchdown. Um, I, 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 um, are you taking the Browns? If we're just talking straight up, are you taking the Browns over the Bengals this Sunday in Cleveland? God, this should not be this difficult. I, I'm I'm going to say yes, just because God, I, I felt like. I, I don't know. I feel like I got to go with them at least once this year. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say yes, but I'll say this: they better be up by they better be up by 14 points. Or they better be up by 10 points at least by halftime. If they're not up by 10 points by halftime, then I think it starts to swing in favor of Cincinnati. The longer Cincinnati can stay in this game, the 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 more of a chance they have of winning this game. Okay. And I think if 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 we sit there and we allow them to hang around. We're just opening ourselves up because our team is too undisciplined. So there's going to be turnovers. There's going to be penalties, mistakes. Uh, and when those things happen, if you don't have a lead to kind of make up for it, I mean, it could come and bite you in the rear end. So to me, if we're not up by more than 10 by halftime, then our chances of losing the game just increase exponentially because I, I just, I don't know, I have a fear that we're just going to do something dumb. And we, they never let me down. Okay. <laughs> they never let me Are down. they winning by six? More than no, six? No, no, absolutely not. Okay. So you're taking the Bengals, taking the six points? Yeah. All right. Yeah. If if, if I had to pick who's going to win, I think I would pick the Browns, but there's no way I'm betting on this money line. It's minus 250 to the Browns. There is right. no way. Uh, over, under, 43 and a half? Oh, under. Okay. Yeah, I'm... I don't know because the offensive neither offense looked great week one, but I don't think either off either defense is especially uh, effective yeah. either. So I, I might I'm going to take the over. I think it's going to be a sloppy sloppy game, a lot of turnovers. Yeah, you might see some pick sixes though, right? Yeah. I mean, although Tom Brady's not playing in this. Oh, 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 oh man. three games in a row for uh, Tom. Terrific. Yeah. Uh, so we have some. Other injury news, right? Or not injury news. We have some player exchange news, right? We brought Cody Parker off. Parky. Parky. Sorry. Parky. Yes. My 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 bad. Not Peter Parker. <laughs> Cody Parky, who was somehow on our practice squad, Tony. Why did we have a kicker on our practice squad to begin with? And why was it Cody Parky? If we did have a kicker on our practice squad, I you know I I just had this discussion with a um, with a close friend this morning, and, and I said with, with all you know with, with just the fact that soccer in the United States is is not as big as it probably should be. There's literally thousands of of kids who played D one soccer in the spring that graduated that are that are looking for jobs. I got to imagine there's got to be at least one kid who played D one soccer. At 
name any school <laughs> that, that could have performed better than, than what we got on Sunday. And, and, and a lot of people, oh, come on, you're, you're, you know, they're being simplistic. It's not that easy to kick. No, it, it really is. I mean, the extra points really aren't that difficult. I mean, they're not that difficult. Um, and then the extra uh, or the the field goal that we missed, it wasn't a sixty three yarder into the wind. I, I mean, th- these are these are plays that a a kicker should be making, most especially a kicker who was actually selected using a draft pick. <laughs> I mean, so I I just I, I don't know that that part I don't get. And Cody Parkey, the fact that he's our backup, yeah. I, I mean, I just. I don't know. Like I said, it's it's uh, Browns being the Browns. I I just don't get it. But but like you said, the fact that we have to have who who has a backup kicker? Nobody has a backup no. kicker. No, right? But the Browns, we recognize that our kicker is so bad, or we have so little faith in him that we're wasting a practice squad spot. Yeah, on a kicker early in the season, yeah. and it's not like Siebert had had an injury, right? Hey, you know what? He had a He's had a hamstring injury, yeah. and and there might right. Okay, fine. Then if you want to have a guy on reserve ready to go, that's that's familiar with your uh, snapper and holder and all that stuff. Fine, great. But week one of the season, when your kicker has been healthy, yeah. Why is that even being well, done? And, and my thing is, you know, I'm not saying if you can punt, you can kick. But I mean, Gillum is is never, you know, the, the hammer has never attempted a field goal. <laughs> I mean, you know, come on, I. I don't know. Of we course, don't put too much on his plate. You know, I, I grew up grew up in an era where your kicker was your kicker. Like he kicked extra points, he kicked field goals, he kicked off. You know, you got teams now where you got specialty, you know, kicker. You know, a guy that just kicks off. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, to me, it just I don't know. It speaks volumes to where we're at. We have zero depth on this team except for apparently a kicker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no depth at linebacker, but we got two kickers. <laughs> we got two kickers. Well, now we only have one. So yeah. uh, at least we're we're on par with the rest of the league yeah. at this point from a kicking standpoint. I just... So I have nothing else to add to, to that. Uh, I, I don't see the Browns um, covering this week, though, Tony. I, I, I will... I will take the Bengals in the six points yeah. if, if we're talking on the line. Um, but I do see the Browns eking this one out. And I am going to take the over. I think it's going to be, you know, 24 to 21 or something like that. Um, so I'll just touch into that t- territory. But I am I am not excited um, from that standpoint. No, you know, and it's, you know, I guess that's the sad thing, you know, on many levels, as a fan, like you, you, you push for these money, you know, these prime. Yeah, time and games. I've I've been saying Sunday. I, I know. Yeah, it's, yes. I know the game is Thursday. Yeah. I just, uh, but I mean, I mean, you you push, you push, and push, and push to get these prime time games on your schedule. Now here we are. Like this, this could go very, very bad because we will be the only game on Thursday. And if we go out and we lay an egg, and Joe Burrows comes in here and beats us on Thursday night. I mean, you, you thought you thought the backlash on social media was bad on Sunday. Wait till we lose to Joe Burrows on Thursday. I if, mean, if, it, if Joe Burrow comes in and and the Bengals win this oh. game, it's you know it's back to the clown house. It's back to the. <laughs> I mean, what are, what are we then? Yeah. I mean, because everybody's going to be calling for Stefanski's head already. Yeah, and are you going to roll this over again? I mean, you can't. You honestly cannot make that decision if you're ownership. No. But the fan base is 
so disaffected at this point. I mean, you just need a guy to come in and just win an opening game for the first time in 15 years, Tony. Yeah. I mean, that's it. If you do that, man, you could go one in 15 as long as you won week one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. So I, hopefully it doesn't happen. But if it does happen and we do we do lose on Thursday, I mean, it's I hate to say the week, season's over after week two, but I mean Pittsburgh looked pretty good, Baltimore looked pretty good. There's no way we're winning the North. No. I mean, that's not going to happen. No, um, and it's so, not MLB this year. I mean, yes, they yeah. did expand the playoffs by one team, but they didn't yeah. expand it by uh, they didn't double it. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you hate to say must win week two, but I, I think it's must win and. Not only do we have to win, but we need to start doing things correctly. We need to start looking like a team with elite talent on it. Because supposedly we have elite talent on our team. Well, let's start looking like it. I mean, that'd be nice. Yeah. What time you got to be at the stadium on Thursday? We have not found out yet. Um, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm imagining it's probably going to be close to a 1 o'clock uh, report time. But um, have, we're having our official meeting on Wednesday. so uh, Always fun for an 8.20 start. Yeah, well, you know, it gives you plenty of time to <laughs> not eat food since there probably won't be food. or But that's all right. I'm going to bring a picnic basket. We'll be fine. Ah, Yogi Bear. I'll yeah. picnic basket. Yeah. Um, so I think that's all we have for you, Browns backers. We're both just barely taking the Browns this week. Split on the over and under. Um, and both kind of taking the points with the Bengals uh, from that standpoint. So we think it's going to be a close one. We think the Browns are going to eke it out. We'll see how it goes this Thursday night here in Cleveland. Maybe we'll run it back this weekend, this Friday or Saturday for you. Uh, give you some feedback on how it went. And uh, we'll talk to Tony just what that stadium experience kind of looks like a little bit in 2020 as well. So thanks for tuning in, Browns backers. And we'll talk to you next time. Chub check. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.